first time I came to Bailey's, uh, Colby invited me. And um, I only knew Colby. I knew Colby probably about, like, I don't know, man. Probably, like, probably like three or four months at the time. So he invites me to come. This is back when COVID first dropped. So when um, I was illegally having people over to the yeah, shop yeah, every we weekend, we should have been should have been imprisoned or something. Um, so yeah. Anyway, I, Colby invites me to this to this meetup in Lidditz, and um, uh, we have the pre. What was it? I guess. Pre- oh, was that the night we went to Lidditz yeah, when the Amish the- kids were running the buggy yes, around the parking yes, lot? Yes. <laughs> I forgot that about that. That was the funniest. That was the funniest thing. That was probably the highlight of the night, to be honest. And um, anyway, dude, it was just such. It was so awkward because I barely knew Colby, but didn't know Bailey. I knew nobody. I here. never met you. I was like, he's like, can Ted come over? I'm like, this kid. And I held up my phone. And he's like, yeah. And I just showed him your Instagram. Oh and he's like, man. He's like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I follow him. Like, whatever. He can come <laughs> over. I don't care. And I forgot that he said you were coming over. And then I think he and Brendan left to get food or something. Yeah. And I just turn around. You're just sitting there, like on a cooler or on a chair or something in my garage. Everybody else is in the house. And I'm yeah. like, hey man, I don't know who you are, but like, welcome. I'm Bailey. <laughs> this is my garage. <laughs> yeah. The Colby left for like 40 minutes. 40 minutes, and it was just so. I'm like, dude, I don't know anyone. They don't know me. I don't even think I knew, dude, I I never heard of anybody here in my entire life. Like I, I think that know, was before think, Timmy got here, too. And I think Nate, I think Nate was here, too. They were here at With one point, but I, they our, got there late. Yeah. Because I remember them being in Lidditz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was that, like, that was, that was that probably was the best garage hangs I've ever hosted, mm-hmm. to be honest. It was a good time when once everybody started talking and stuff. That was still when I was like... That was still when I was, like, pretty socially awkward, so, like, I get like that when I barely I'm, know people. I'm very socially awkward, yeah. even around people that so, I know. I was talking about this on TikTok last week, of all things. I'm like, I'm forcing myself to be more social, because there's no reason. I'll be 27 in, like, two weeks, and I'm like, there is no reason for me to be this late into my 20s and be completely socially socially inept. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'll force myself to talk to people when I go out in public. I have, like, the worst avoidance complex. Like, if I'm walking and there's somebody coming down the sidewalk, I will cross the street to not... <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how... I I hate social interaction. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. And, like, I'll force myself to talk to people. Like, I'll go to Home Depot and I will force myself to ask somebody for help, even if I don't need help, just, just to, just to yeah. interact with people. It sounds so dumb, but it's helped so much. So, and then one of the last yeah. times I went to Home Depot, this kid was walking in as I was walking out, and he had an E36 shirt on. And I was like, yeah, dude, I love your shirt. And his girlfriend's like, looking like, is he talking to you? And he turned around, and I gave him a thumbs up, and he's like, oh, yeah, thanks, man. And I was like, well, that made it less awkward. but. So I don't know if you're one of these people, but whenever I see someone like that I know out in public, from school or from college or from maybe my pre- a previous job, I do everything in my power just to not talk to them. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So. That is that is why I don't want to be here mm-hmm. because I born and raised here, mm-hmm. left for five years and then came back, and it is um. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's just awkward. Well, it's it's awkward for me because they know me from high school as being 
super socially awkward. So, super socially <clears throat> awkward in high school. Wouldn't talk to anybody unless they talked to me. And then, um, once I graduated high school, I started forcing myself to get into sales. And that's when I started learning how to talk to people and reading people and stuff. That's, that's a whole nother... That's my other thing. No, that, that ties all into this because that is the... Well, I started telling you before we started recording about this girl that came in to try to sell stuff to mm -hmm. us last week. That is a level of confidence that I'm not like, and I'm pretty confident as a person yeah. and as an individual, right. that is a level of confidence that I do not have. If mm -hmm. I had to cold call people or if I had to just show up at somebody's business establishment and mm -hmm. try to give a sales pitch, God bless. I, I That is not for me. So at my job, we, me and the other sales girl there, we started going to like apartment complexes and stuff like that just to like get our name out there because it was kind of it's kind of slow. So um, anyway, uh, for renters, this is for renters insurance, obviously. So um, we walk in there and like I had this envision of what I was going to say. And then we walk in and I just my well, mind just goes blank. I get that, dude. I can't. So, I cannot prepare to. That's why I like the podcast because mm -hmm. it's so like nonchalant, just laid back, and exactly. you just talk about whatever. But I, I can hold eye contact. I can have a conversation mm -hmm. all day long if I'm comfortable. Mm -hmm. I do not possess the sales thing. I don't know what it is. It's it's all just. I feel like it's you a gotta, skill that I really like. I can appreciate mm -hmm. and really respect because it's. It's definitely like it's definitely something you gotta learn. Um, dude, when I was, when I first started at, uh, you know, selling insurance and stuff, um, like I had no idea what I was talking about. I was so like, my voice was like so quiet whenever I was on the phone. It's a lot of product knowledge. Uh, so like I used to work in a motorcycle shop in the set, like it's called Showtime Power Sports. They sold like used parts and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so when I first started doing that, I didn't know that like, you know, some parts from a certain generation of Hayabusa can fit an old one or the old or vice versa, you know? So that took a lot. Um, and then once I started doing that, like once I started getting the hang of that, probably about December, that was December, 2019 or something. Okay. Um, so that's not even all that long ago. Yeah. I mean, that's two and a half years ago, but that's not all that long ago. Exactly. Exactly. So it takes me, for me, it takes me a little bit to learn the product a little bit, and then you can sound like you know what you're talking about. So how do you get into insurance from power sports parts? Oh, oh my gosh. So it's so weird. My, um, I wouldn't say it's weird, but my uncle is actually a nationwide agent. Okay. So I hit him up. Well, even, you know what, matter of fact, before that, I, I got my start in insurance when I was working at Hibbit, which is a sporting goods store. It's kind of like Foot Locker. Um, I was talking to my dad. I was like, dude, like, this isn't enough money. You know, $12 an hour selling sneakers. That's dumb. Like, what am I doing? So he said, well, why don't you get an insurance? He knows somebody. And I got my start in insurance with Primerica, which is a life insurance uh, company. I know all and about Primerica. That is, that, I'm not even going to front. That is a fucking pyramid scheme. It is. It is. Um, but hey, you know what? Teach their own. The the company they, they definitely I think I could have learned a lot of sales skill through Primerica. Mm -hmm. 
but it got to the point where I was so busy with my day job, I thought I was going to just go in and start running shit through that. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is a lot harder than I thought it would. That was when I realized that I did not have the sales. And again, it's a learned thing. Mm-hmm. I think if I put enough time and effort into it, I could pick it up, go run shit with it. But at the point in my life that I was trying to get involved with that, I don't know. I don't like pyramid schemes though either. So I think I, yeah. I, I think in a different business model, I would be a little more. Yeah, right. It's, you know, Primerica, you know, not just in Primerica, they do their, their it's a good company. Okay. They sell life insurance. It's cool. It's a real product. They do a couple other things. It's cool. It's fine. Good company. But I didn't make it nearly what I make now doing insurance right because i think now you're more focused on providing product mm-hmm. whereas through primerica you're not only providing a product i'm not saying they don't have a legitimate product mm-hmm. that right but your focus is now your focus is on providing a product to the consumer mm-hmm. versus trying to recruit who you're also trying to sell shit to right yeah that's... so that's why you're making more money because mm-hmm. all of your effort Mm-hmm. Is to the sales and customer service side of it, mm-hmm. and then the thing is too. I once I got my life insurance license through through Primerica, I was I started thinking like, okay, so I have my life license. I know I can get auto. I know I can get home. I know I can get my health insurance license. Why not just be that one stop shop type person? You can get life insurance with me. You can get you know auto, home, stuff like that with me. Um, so. I started talking to my uncle. He's a nationwide agent. He said, you know what? Why don't you try out, you know, State Farm? So, went on State Farm, or you applied to, like, seven different agencies. One hit me back. Um, and it's uh, been history ever since. I'm in a program now to get my own agency. And uh, doing very, very well. Good. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. We'd love to hear everybody on the up and up and... Uh, mm-hmm continuing to climb mm-hmm. we didn't even introduce you yeah okay so yeah for those that don't know me my name's ted um <laughs> known bailey for probably uh what two years now i guess oh, two, two years, years. Yeah. i guess two years because of the whole lidditch thing was that was two that years was literally ago. two years ago that was like yeah that was when we were initially fighting my e36 in the mm-hmm. garage because i was trying to put the motor back in it mm-hmm. that day i remember that i remember that what a mess mm-hmm and uh, I drive a 2013 Volkswagen GTI. It's bagged. He's a stance kid. Yeah, I am a stance kid, but not one of those. Would like, you consider yourself a clout chaser? I don't think I'm a clout chaser. No, I okay. like. So it's really. You weird. heard it here first, kids. Ted does not refer to himself as a clout chaser. I don't. Chaser. Think so. I don't. I don't, so. don't want to wake up and see any more Ted slander on the timeline yeah, on right? Twitter. Right. Well, you have to tell. You have to tell Marina and Morgan and a couple other people those things, but. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think so because, um, the only reason why people think that I'm a cloud chaser is if you look at my follower to following ratio, I only follow like 95 people. That's not bad. And that's, and like, you know, I started hanging around like, um, well, and then going back to Gatlinburg too, I started hanging around people in Gatlinburg, you know, that might've had, you know, clout and I'm doing the air quotes, but clout i hate the word clout more than anything yeah so that's why yeah. that's why i brought it up but yeah so yeah i mean people just think it because i go to these slam enough events and 
if a, pic a certain picture doesn't do good, yeah, I'll just delete it and repost it later. But that doesn't make me a cloud chaser. That's just no, that's that's just the algorithm. Yeah, that's you. just the algorithm. Now, on TikTok's a different story. I'll post anything on TikTok that I think will do good. I love TikTok. TikTok is the best. Mm -hmm. I just hit eleven thousand the other night. Very, I know very that good. that's like ten percent of what. Ted has, but I've also posted all original content. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. So I posted, I posted a side talk NYC video, and it just that, that's the, the the Byron video. Byron. Yeah, the Byron Joe video. Joe Byron. What's Joe Byron doing? <laughs> yeah, that guy. That, so that was the Byron video, and um, dude, I posted it. I think it was like, it might have been at like eleven on a Thursday morning. And I'm like, you know what, dude? Fuck it. I'm just gonna post. I'm gonna post this, and I'm gonna see how it does. Instantly, my phone just starts blowing up, blowing up. You know, Joe Smith liked this video, and then it just start like I couldn't. My phone wouldn't stop buzzing. It was so annoying. See, I don't have my notifications turned yeah. on. So, like, I have a video right now that's doing like three hundred thousand views, mm -hmm. which is huge for that's me. That's good. That's good. But I'm like, every time I open the app, I have another twenty followers or another. Mm -hmm. it, which is crazy to me because I haven't, I don't know, I've never had success on social media to it's, this yeah. point. So it's TikTok. TikTok's amazing. Um, so the, anyway, long story short, the the video ended up, you know, getting a, uh, I think it's at three point three million likes and twenty six and a half million views, and then I posted another Byron video that got, I think it got one point two million views, and a hundred and thirty some odd thousand likes so it's funny we're talking about tiktok and the side talk nyc because they just posted um because all that stuff was based in coney island yeah right? so they just posted um uh fourth of july in coney island so i took snippets from that video and posted it and then i guess you guys might have seen like the Joey Chestnut, like, slamming some guy yeah. on the ground. Dude, that was in the video, and my video got flagged, dude. It got flagged, and it violated community guidelines for violence and stuff. So I appealed it, and I won. But the video only wound up, I mean, it sounds so, like, clout chaser-ish, but I'm still gonna say it. It only wound up with, like, 3,000 likes. But, dude, that thing, last night at, like, 9 o'clock, was taken off. It I was, believe it. It was taking off. Because every time I refresh the page, it would be like 100 more likes. It would, I'd get, I guarantee you, if it did not get taken down, I'd probably be at like twenty to 40,000 likes. Between, between I believe that. it. So, TikTok's so weird. The algorithm is so much better than Instagram. Instagram. I, I literally posted the same video... Um, on, I posted it as a reel on the Horsepower and Pizza mm -hmm. Instagram the other night. Mm -hmm. And that went and did 48 likes with 934 views, which is actually better than it normally does on Instagram. But it's because it's posted as a reel, not just a normal video. Mm -hmm. The same video did 300,000 views so far on mm -hmm. TikTok. It's, it's so it's so crazy. Strange. Yeah, so strange. I don't get it. And and you post them as reels too, right? Yeah. Same hashtags and yeah. Everything. I, See, I don't understand. That. I don't get it. I don't I, understand. I that. do not get it. I have been stuck in the same five follower 
like number mm -hmm. on Instagram for the last at least six months. I'm mm -hmm. between 1880 and 1885. Mm -hmm. It stays in that range. I'll gain yeah. 10, I'll lose 12. I'll gain 20, I'll lose 30. Dude, like, it's so stupid. That literally just happened to me. That's happening to me. So, I, I'm probably, I'm <clears throat> at probably, like, I think it's 820 right now on okay. Instagram. But, like, for a while, it was fluctuating between, like, 800 and 815, and then 815 to 820, and then it'll yeah. go back down to 810. So... You have it set up as, like, a creator page? I have it, anything? yeah, yeah, it's set up as a business page. It's okay. set up as a, I have it set up, it's funny, I have it set up as a comedian, but... <laughs> See, my thing with Instagram, I think the algorithm and Instagram went to shit when they started allowing anybody to make a business pitch mm -hmm. i full heartedly believe that you should have an ein like a tax id number mm -hmm. that you need to provide them to say look i own my own business, business. Yep. because horsepower and pizza did phenomenal on there when i initially made it a business page and then i started seeing paid promoted mm -hmm. posts because you can't promote posts on Instagram unless you switch to a business page. Mm -hmm. Selfies. Girls oh taking God. selfies and paying to promote the... See, I'm like, I don't give a shit. You, uh, these are people yeah. I don't follow. These, these are promoted posts. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. We just want to call me a cloud chaser. Yeah, but you're we got, paying we got to get likes. That. We got people doing that. And we got car people. I'll throw this name out there because fuck it, dude. I, I, you know, I like the kid. Cole Costable. Cole Cosmo with the Mark IV paying to promote videos after and or promote pictures, but you know that was that was before I clowned him for it and in person I was like, dude, why are you promoting? Why are you promoting your pictures of your car? Like, yeah. And then he I stopped mean, doing. Yeah. It. And then he stopped doing it. But you know, like, he's a good kid I, though. I love yeah, that guy. I, I love that. I don't guy. know him, so I can't comment. No, on he's a classic dude. He's I just don't. <clears throat> I don't know. I. Who was I just watching? I saw it on TikTok or Instagram the other day. It was Ed Sheeran. They interviewed him about something about Instagram. And he's like, I use it as the marketing tool that it was designed for. I will promote my music. I will promote a tour or whatever mm -hmm. on Instagram. But when I scroll down and you see people posting selfies or people posting vacation photos or whatever mm -hmm. else... Yeah, that's cool to share those things, but a lot of the times when you see people posting selfies and stuff like that, it's because they are having a shit day behind closed doors, and social media, the attention of social media makes them feel good, so they run to that to try to get that little fucking hit of dopamine. Yeah, the and, validation. Yeah, the yeah. validation is exactly mm -hmm. what it is, and there's... Oh, I forget who else I was watching. I just had this conversation with one of my best friends the other night. I can't remember. I watch a lot of, like, self-improvement, or listen to a lot of, like, self-improvement podcasts and business-related stuff yeah. and just trying to grow myself and my mindset. And I promise we're going to talk about cars at some point on here. Jesus God, we're having, like, a whole fucking... It's different conversations. This is, yeah. <laughs> I am the most... ADD fucking person on the planet. I went down to check my laundry the other night mm -hmm. and ended up turning... I, I was a fucking magician. 
I turned half a loaf of bread into grilled cheese sandwiches. Came back upstairs, never checked the fucking laundry. Oh, man. I heard something singing like 20 minutes later. I'm like, oh, that was the dryer I was supposed to check. <laughs> but anyway, I was watching this thing, and it says about, you can have everything that you've ever wanted. Anything that you ask for, you get. You have all the money in the bank. You're fucking whatever supermodel you want to be fucking... Whatever cars you want, mansion, lake house, fucking private jet, Rolex, whatever the fuck you want. Can't tell anybody. Do I do it? You, you don't have social media. You don't, mm -hmm. well, no, like, that. Uh -huh. that is the cat. It's not, it's not, you have the option. It's, you can have literally everything, anything and everything you've ever wanted. You can't tell your parents. You can't show up at your high school reunion trying to flex on people. Right. You can't. Nobody fucking knows it. So, Do you still want it? That's that's how you ask yourself when you sit down and say, I want a new Rolex. Mm -hmm. I'm going to buy it. If I make this much money in the next six months as a gift to myself, mm -hmm. I'm getting myself a Rolex. Mm -hmm. Now, are you buying that as a gift for yourself or are you buying that to flex on somebody six months from now? Or, or clout chase. Exactly. Because yep. I... There's a vision board behind me. Mm -hmm. Look at it all you want. That's mm -hmm. great. Um, there's a Rolex on that vision board. Mm -hmm. I'm not shy about that. Mm -hmm. But there's a minimum number that my fucking net worth has to be before I buy myself that watch. Mm -hmm. I think I see it. Well, that's that's for something else, oh. too. But, okay. yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And that's... Mm -hmm. But I don't even fucking... I have Instagram. I haven't posted anything in fucking 10 months. Yeah. So, like, who am I going to flex for? You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't... You know, I... With the... The way Instagram's been... Dude, I would do that. I would do that in a heartbeat, I think. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I don't... You know, I don't do... Like, but even if Instagram, even if Instagram wasn't fucking like that right now, like, say you post whatever... You got a million followers on Instagram. But all you post is pictures of your dog. Like, you might have a million followers. I guess it, at that point it's your dog has a million followers. But either way, you know what I'm saying. Like, you have the platform that can be monetized. Mm -hmm. But you you go buy all this cool shit, but you're not posting it. Look, there's a lot of people on there that are doing big shit. I don't really necessarily agree with the people selling online courses and shit because that's yeah. a fucking cop-out because oh. you could fucking charge $1,000 up front and it's non-refundable and it's just shit you copied from fucking YouTube. Yeah, but. right. And you saw, you might have seen these guys on TikTok doing it too. They're called the Daily Traders or whatever and the guy's like 19 years old and he like has this guy following around all, all, all day and I'm doing the air quote things again and he... Has like a McLaren at like nineteen. Claims he has a McLaren at nineteen. I don't think I've seen oh, that. Oh man, I gotta show you it then, cause it's it's a classic. I don't know. I don't. I'm a firm believer that social media is a fucking charade. Mm -hmm. It's there are so many people that are so fucking unhappy, but they are perfect when they log into Instagram. And mm -hmm. I'm like, it's it's funny to me, cause I'd rather live. Nothing's gonna ever be fucking perfect, but I'd rather have a good life. Mm -hmm. behind the camera than fucking try to, try to make it look like I have a good right. life in front of the camera. Right. And you know who... I feel like you know who does that, though? 
and he's like some clout god on Instagram, of course. <clears throat> but Dan Blazarian. Yeah, but he's got the money to back it up. Is the yeah, thing. but he's, yeah, I I think he's at the point where he. I don't think he's got a flex for anybody. I think fucking Instagram servers go to shit tomorrow. Dan's still gonna do the dumb shit that he does mm-hmm. every fucking day. Maybe, maybe. I don't. The thing, my gripe with him though, okay, he's a cool guy. Yeah. I've watched some of his stuff. I think it's time, and I'm, t- you know, I'm 24, t- turning 25 soon, saying this. So what the fuck do I look like? But I think Dan needs to mature a little bit. I think that he is 40 years old living like a college boy lifestyle still bro if i had that money would you be doing the same i'd be shit? doing the same shit fair enough i'm not even fair enough i'm not even gonna front it's not even anything like it's not that i don't want to settle down do the i at that point he's a fucking high stakes poker player dude do you think he yeah you don't think he wants to run around with fucking girls our age and do whatever the fuck he damn well pleases it I don't know. And I'm not it saying makes, it's for everybody. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying it's not immature. Mm-hmm. But it fucking... Uh, what's his network? We're going to Google this. Because I don't have Jamie here to pull this shit up. Like I think fucking it's, Joe Rogan. I think it's north of like... I think... It, I forget. I looked it up a long time ago. He's 41. Yep. It says that he is worth... Somewhere between two and three hundred and ten million dollars. Two hundred million and three hundred and ten. Get the fuck out of here. Now you gotta remember that's not all liquid. Like mm. everybody looks at fucking Elon Musk and they say, Well he's worth three hundred billion dollars. He could pay to do that all that fucking money is tied up in business expenses. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch the video of Elon Musk when he was talking about um he was talking about how close to like Tesla was to failing? Oh, that motherfucker, I've read the book. Mm -hmm. Dude, he put, when Tesla, I forget what it was, he put, like, his own fucking money, he put his own fortune on the line. He, if Tesla failed, he could have still walked away and lived a fucking great lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he said, nope, fuck this, this is too important to me, and put his own money on the line to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The dude's a fucking genius. He's, He's very smart, very, very smart. I don't know if I'd ever buy a Tesla. I don't know if I'd ever buy one, but um, they're fun to drive. I do I see. I see my car shows, and and now stuff, that people are starting to like bag them and shit, but I think they appeal to me a lot more. But they it's look sick. They, they look sick. They look so sick. I don't think. See, we who did I just talk to about? Oh, two of my friends out in Pittsburgh. They just bought their. They had one. They got rid of it, and they just got a Model Y. And I was over at Blair and Brittany's house, and she was showing it to me. Mm-hmm. And it's... Because I don't see the Model Ys around here, anyway. Yeah. It's it's cool. I mean, it's spacious. It's it's cool. But it's one of those things where, where we live currently, the infrastructure is not there. And I think nationwide, the infrastructure is not there. If mm-hmm. I still lived in Pittsburgh, or still lived in a city... I'd probably have one. I'd probably have, like, a Model 3 or Model 3 Performance, whatever the fast Model 3 is. There's a couple of them rolling around in York. Um, yeah, but what I am what I mean by that is, like, 
I'm not saying the cars aren't around here. I'm saying the charging infrastructure's not there. Like, you go to Pittsburgh, every Sheets has chargers. Okay, yeah, yeah. Like, you go here, I don't see any chargers at any of our Sheets. York is few and far between. Okay. So, yeah. you know, I think the the Royal Farms on Route 30 across the street from the BMW dealership, okay. I think they have chargers there. Okay. They might, unless uh, I'm just dreaming it up. I, I mean, think even the, there's a family-owned gas station like two blocks from here. I think they even have EV chargers now, or mm-hmm. they have the last couple of years. I don't know. I don't. It's just not something that I'm an anxious person in general. I don't need. That's like a whole other range. Anxiety is a whole other level of anxiety that I don't need to add to my life because when my tank starts to go to E. Oh, fuck it. I just go get gas. Yeah. If there's nowhere to charge anywhere close, now I gotta... You gotta figure that out. I gotta figure that out. Have Mm -hmm. somebody come fucking tow me when I run Mm -hmm. out of power. I don't Mm -hmm. know. They're cool. I don't know. How does it work, though? So, do they, like... I've never been on the inside of a Tesla. I've never driven one. Like, how does that, like... How do you know how many miles you have for your charge? It's literally, like... Like the car. Like, your... That big-ass screen in the center of the Tesla is literally like a phone display like it shows you like your battery i think Mm. it just shows a little car and it's like green and then it gets down i think it goes yellow and then red i don't i i've driven a tesla twice i've been in them a couple times i don't pay attention to things like that so please don't ridicule me if i'm giving you false information Mm -hmm. but they're they are i mean it tells you like how much range you have left because you don't turn it off you just close the door and walk away from it. Like, you don't... Really? Yeah. It's kind of like your phone. Like, your phone's sitting there now. It yeah. looks like it's off, but if you tap the screen, it lights up. Yeah. That's, that's basically... Yeah, well, that's how you can... You get on the Tesla app, because they don't have keys. Like, they have a key card that's like a credit card that you yeah. just stick in your wallet. Yeah. Or it uses your phone as the key. That's how you can sit in your office, and you can say, oh, fuck it, it's 90 degrees out today. You can turn your AC way down... And you go out, and that shit's crispy when you get into it. Oh, man. Yeah, now Ted's going to go buy a Tesla. Dude, oh, my gosh. I'm gonna. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sell the GTI, buy a Tesla, whatever the... What's the... Like, the... The, the Model S Plaid yeah, is the Model new crazy S one. Plaid. I'm going to buy a Model S Plaid, bag it, and put the Futuras on it. That bitch runs like a nine-second quarter mile <laughs> out of the box. <laughs> Put the Futuras on it. Put the Futuras yeah. on it. Or put Baz Reyes on it. One of those two. Crush it. You just called me the other week and said you got another plan. Are you ready to disclose that yet? Or are you just going to... Oh, let's man. not I... talk about it till it happens. So, yeah. The, this is you're really... going to... Uh, is... you, you say whatever you want to say. I'm big. just saying, when I, when I start to talk about shit, it's... Less likely to happen once I start talking about it. We can talk it. about it. We can talk you, about you it. You say whatever you, you want to say, Ted. So, I was at Colby's the one day. Would you like something to drink? I didn't offer uh, you a drink. I would, actually. What do you want? Uh, do you have, like, water? Yeah, I can get you water. I'll, I'll be right back. You go ahead and talk about whatever. I'll get you water. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Oh, man, you're good. So, I'm thinking about getting a uh, Porsche 911. Uh, it's a... 997, 997 Porsche 911, um, thinking about bagging it and putting, um, some carving heads on it, some more carving heads, I think that that would be really, uh, 
really, really good looking. I think it'd be cool. Uh, just something different. Um, you don't really see too many Porsches at car shows now. Um, that are bagged and on carving heads or on some crazy wheels. But you do see Mark 6s and Mark 7s on Futuras and, and other shit like that. So I do kind of want to want to change it up a little bit. But the only problem is, is that, um, you know, I'm still, with me still living at home, I'm like, dude, thank you. Yep. Like, dude, like, the fuck am I going to look like having, you know, a $40,000 car on $5,000 wheels and not have a house? Like, what do I look like? You know? No, I feel that. That's so, a, uh, that was... We made the argument that the best thing I ever did was buy a house. Because when I left here and bought my house, now obviously if you put two and two together, what I just said, I live at home again. Because uh, I sold the house and put the money into the business. But, um, fuck, what was I going to say? Yeah, the best thing I ever did was buy that house. Because mm -hmm. if I never would have left here... I would have had nowhere to live. I would have had a brand new GT3 in the driveway. Like, not yep. saying that's any way to live, but it would have been fun when I was 22, 23. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean... I'd also probably have wrapped it around a tree or stuck it into yeah. a bank or something, but... Yeah. I was even... I was to the point where I was, like, sitting at work. I was quoting it. I was quoting, seeing how much it was going to cost... I was looking at similar GTIs that were listed with similar mileage, and I was seconds I was seconds away from creating a for sale post. It wouldn't have been the first time you did that. Yeah, I think I've tried to sell it one or two other times, but um, I don't know. I just remember you getting flamed in the H two O group at one point. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I I make I made some dumbass comments in the H two O group, but that was just for like. I had the coffee badge, the conversation starter badge, and I just wanted to maintain that badge. Like, I was trying to... So you to, were clout chasing. I don't think it was clout chasing. It was just me trying to keep the badge, you know? So, I've never been to H2O. So you were clout chasing. I don't know if it was clout chasing. I don't know if it's <laughs> The truth chasing. comes out. Is it clout chasing? I don't know. You've never been to H2O. I've never been to H2O. Oh, the, God bless when, your little heart. When I first got the GTI, that's when it started going to shit. With, uh, I mean, that, that, it was like 2017 and 18. I went 18 and 19. And it... 18 was fun. I had my car with in 18. 19 I didn't because I got rear-ended like a month and a half before and of course by the time it finally got to the body shop was a week of H2O mm -hmm. which was whatever but um yeah H2O was cool it's a vibe that's never going to be replicated doesn't matter where they try to move the fucking event to you're never going to have the same vibe that Ocean City Maryland gives off but not even uh, we're not even going to get political about it the ocean city police department ocean city in general just fucked themselves out of so I, much revenue i really i words <clears throat> can't explain how much i can hate a specific city there's three cities that i really fucking hate going to 
Now, one's being Baltimore. I hate Baltimore. <laughs> Which I, is fucking hysterical to me because you are a Ravens fan. I'm a Ravens fan. I'm an Orioles fan. I was born in Towson. Oh, no shit. Yeah, born in Towson. So was one of my best friends. Mm. Well, she's from Towson. I don't know if she was born there or not, but yeah, that's cool. Born in Towson. But then we moved up here shortly after. But Philly being the second city I absolutely fucking hate going to. Both of those cities I'll smell agree. like straight piss. I'll agree, yes. Asheville, North Carolina also smells like straight piss. But that's so, does a, New, so does New York City, but there's a lot of New shit York's to do cool. in New York City. And then number three being Ocean City. I I just don't know what it is. I just hate it. I don't know if it's because I went there so many times as a kid. I don't know. Or I like Ocean City. I liked Ocean City a lot better when we could still go do cool car things with my friends. Dude, now I, you can't even drive down the fucking strip without getting, like, even if it's a non-event weekend, if you have there, a yeah. modified car, you are getting pulled over on Coastal mm-hmm. Highway. Mm-hmm. It does not matter if you're fucking speeding. Your exhaust doesn't even have to be loud. They see yep. fucking shiny wheels and a clean car, and they're like, nope, fuck you, we're mm-hmm. pulling you over. Yep. And you're getting fucking ticketed, impounded, whatever. And you gotta pay $900 impound. Is it $900 still? Ask Max. I don't know. That year, that was the year they started the $900. That was the year that, that was the last year I, no. The year he got impounded was no. the first year I went to Tail of the Dragon. Was that? That was 2020. He got impounded in 2020. Yeah. That was yeah, when that's right, his, because he his stayed shit with, got impounded. Yeah. He was at, they, somebody busted out his fucking back yes, windshield. Yes, I remember that. He was, it was with some, Alexis. Yes. Yes. And he was staying with, like, a bunch of clout gods. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, they had the broke, the broke boys, boys The broke boys, yeah. Um, I don't think he talks to them anymore. Neither here nor there. I don't, I don't know why. Whatever. Um, <clears throat> oh, uh, Max don't even talk to me anymore. <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, dude, it's just crazy to me. It's so crazy to me that a select few people can ruin it for an entire, for an entire, uh, audience. It's just a shame. You say select few, the the whole fucking takeover game. It, it, It fucked everything. It fucked everything. But Ocean City was definitely... A monkey see, monkey do kind of scenario. Mm-hmm. Because one person would do a burnout. Then... Somebody else does the one. The next person does one. And then the next person does one. And then the fourth person slides sideways through the intersection and takes out the pole on the opposing side of the street. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about that Mustang that flipped upside down? I was there that year. That was <laughs> a couple blocks... That was, like, 60 blocks up from where we were staying. The fucking... Infinity G thirty five or G thirty seven or whatever, bro. That? I was sitting on the foot. That was caddy corner from oh where we were staying. God. I was sitting. I came down. Everybody else went out to drive, and I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna hang out. I came downstairs from our condo. I sat down on one of the concrete parking blocks there, mm-hmm. and I sat my drink on the ground between my feet. As soon as my drink hit the ground. I hear this car slide through the intersection oh my and watched him take out the pole. <laughs> and then got stuck because he was like halfway up like one of the support wires yeah. to the pole. Yeah. So there was no like, I think he was going to try to back out and just dip, mm-hmm. like hit and run. Yeah, yeah, that was fucked. Were you there when the, I think somebody flipped or wrecked their Porsche. I mean, that might have been the hurricane year. 
I remember seeing I know somebody somebody wrecked a Cayman that it was on one of Crispy's videos. They mm -hmm. they slammed a Cayman off of the curb and it ripped the wheel off of it. Yeah. But I don't know about flipping one. I wasn't there the year of the hurricane. Yeah. It might have been the hurricane. I know it was raining. I think it was yeah, I think it was twenty fourteen. Okay. It's in the after movie. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of after movies, and we talked about him a couple of times today, uh Colby is in an after movie. I don't know if you knew that. Brendan's in the one from 2019. Lens. Yeah. Wow. Like the one time that he drove his car while we were down there. <laughs> is it? Who's who's after movie? Crispy's. Is it? Yeah. Is it in Crispy's? You know, it, it's like a one second clip. I think he did like a U turn and came down. He <laughs> had the 240. Okay. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'll have to. Now I'm gonna go rewatch it. It's the 2019 one. I'm gonna go rewatch it. That's the it. last year I went. Mm-hmm. And it was. RJ tells the story better than I do, but every time I've gone, I've gone with Blair, Chance, RJ, um, Sam Calese went with us in 2019, like, it's always my Pittsburgh friends, that's who I went with, so 2019, we were going down coastal, and we pulled up at a red light, we're, I went with RJ that year, because my car was in the shop. And there's like a Q, I don't know, Infinities. It was, it might have been a G37 or a Q50 or something. Mm -hmm. And they got the windows down, music up, whatever. Okay. They're passing a bottle of vodka back and forth in the car. With the dri driver taking rips too? I don't know. Probably. I'm, but they're just, and that was the point when RJ was like, nope, this has gotten completely out of hand and I don't think we're coming to this anymore. Yep. I mean, like, as you should. Doing fucking burnouts, whatever. I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. Burnouts. Uh, but that, there, there are like far that. worse things to be doing. doing than fucking burnouts. Passing a bottle around and, in but, a moving vehicle, whether or not the fucking driver's involved yeah, or not. Right, right, yeah, but that, that just makes it, it, still, it make it worse. <laughs> that makes it worse, but... I don't know. There's just a lot of dumb shit. The fucking the one year, I forget what year it was. Twenty seventeen maybe, when there was the fucking shooting. Oh man, I remember hearing about that. It was over like a couple grams of weed or some mm -hmm. shit. They, they, I don't know what happened, but the police got involved and some dude fucking dipped and tried to jump in Bayside and try to swim away. They had a fucking helicopter I, out and shit. I remember shit. seeing that in yeah. the H2O group. The H2O group went nuts that night. The H2O group loves... There's one person the H2O group loves, and that's Taser Todd. Uh, Taser, Taser Todd. Todd. I was there that year. You know he still has a job down there? That doesn't surprise me. He still has a job, and that's just so surprising to me. Like and That doesn't surprise me. Hey, I... Sounds fucking horrible. We'll see him on the news sooner or later. Eventually, yeah. Eventually. I think he... W so, you know the people on the boardwalk that were vaping? Yeah. And, like, they were, like, getting yelled at about vaping? Yeah. And I think got, he was... There. Yeah, I think Chaser Todd... Didn't they get fucking tased and pepper sprayed or some yeah, shit for that? Too? Yeah. I, yeah. I think Taser Todd was involved in that. That... I, I need to go look at the video again, but I think he was there. That would not surprise me. And the, the cop that looks like Jonah Hill was there. No shit. Yeah. He still works there? Yeah, I think so. Fucking Jonah Hill, so. the bike I mean, cop. Was, and that was like two years ago, but like... I yeah, but the Jonah Hill thing was like seven years ago. Mm -hmm. That was... Mm -hmm. It was probably even longer than that. Well, I'll need, to, I'll need to watch the video again, but... you know. Yeah, that's crazy. 
I miss H2O. Like, mm -hmm. I miss it for what it was, but it's... We're never getting it back. I'll it, tell you I'll tell you what was... <clears throat> what I feel like might be really, really close. Slammed enough Gatlinburg. I feel like... Dude, there was nothing better than rolling around cruising with my homies in Gatlinburg. With I believe some of my that. Homies in I've never been to Gatlinburg. I was telling you before we sat down, I think I'm going to go while I'm down at Tale of the Dragon this year, because it's only... When are you going to Tale of the Dragon? When's the New Jersey show that I'm supposed to... Slam enough New Jersey is the 4th of September. I leave the 3rd to go to oh, North man. Carolina. Yeah. So, they, so before you, when you go down there, okay, you have downtown Gatlinburg, and then there's a whole highway, and it's a curved highway that leads up to a place called Pigeon Forge. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure you've heard of Pigeon yeah, Forge. Yeah, I've heard of a bunch of shit there. That I you don't do a lot in Tennessee. Um, I'd like to... It's it's a beautiful place. Um, anyway, you got Pigeon Forge, and you it's literally set up just like Ocean City. I, I shit you not, set up just like Ocean City. It's a strip of probably... I would say it's probably about... It could be 10 miles, dude. It could be 10 miles of just straight, you know, kind of like coastal. Yeah. And it's lit up and everything. No, I'd be it down was, to check that out. When did you say the Gatlinburg show is? Slam enough Gatlinburg this year. I think it's the 1st and 2nd of October. I don't have anything that we Yeah, that think. one, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that I can go to that one. But, um... Yeah, that that's a really. I had a great time at that show. That was it was incredible. I was still planning to go to H two O in twenty twenty. I booked the place. I it was the same place that we had booked like the last couple years mm -hmm. prior. No issues, whatever. And then um, it's like three weeks in advance four weeks in advance it was less than a month because i thought mm -hmm. she was going to try to screw me out of like late cancellation right the woman calls me property manager calls me mm -hmm. and says are are you bringing your family with i'm like what she's like this is a family vacation they they realized oh, it was they, they, called they realized it they was H2O. <laughs> and i was like i text sam i'm like if anybody asks you're my brother and he's like okay whatever <laughs> I'm like, it's me and my brother. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, that doesn't... I'm like, it, it, that's family. I'm like, me and my brother rented this place. Mm -hmm. And we are coming mm -hmm. to hang out for the weekend. Mm -hmm. We will be there on Thursday. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, you have to have your parents. I'm like, ma'am, I am 25 and he is 27. The <laughs> fuck do you mean I have to right. have my parents? Right. She had already taken like... I forget what it cost. It's like all but a thousand dollars. She had she was holding a thousand dollars for months at this point. I think we had booked this shit in like May. Yeah. So, so what what happened then? Did well, it was it wasn't just me and Sam. It was well, me and Sam <laughs> and my other buddy Teddy and Colby and Morgan and Nolan. Did Colby still go down that year? Yes. He, yeah. and, he and Brendan went down. Okay. And that was the year Max got impounded. Okay. Okay. But I, I'm like, well, fuck. I owe all these people money now. Whether or not I get paid back from this bitch, I'm not going to be the one that took money from them and lost yeah. it. So I had already fucking paid everybody back. Mm -hmm. 
And then she's like, <clears throat> we played dumb and we're like, well, if you're not going to allow us to come down as a family, like we're going to cancel, but you're going to pay me back because I'm not. Right. You called me yeah, that's... three weeks in advance and canceled my vacation on me. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that's not my fucking fault. Right. And she's like, yeah, I guess. Um, what and do you, mean you guess? Well, <laughs> we fuck? blamed it on COVID. She's like, she's like, well, I guess because of the pandemic, we'll honor it. Like, normally there's a cancellation fee for being within 30 days. I'm like, you're still not understanding. You are canceling my vacation. I'm not canceling shit. Mm -hmm. Well, my friends from Pittsburgh had already booked their place for Tale of the Dragon, so I hit them up. I'm like, yo, y'all still got room, right? And they're like, yeah, you're cool. I'm like, all right, let me know what I owe you. I'll be there. <laughs> so I ended up going. We had a blast. But, yeah, she's like, um, email me your address, and I'll get a check in the mail. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay. So clear as day email me your address there i never gave her my address over the phone mm -hmm. so she has a typed copy yeah. of my address yeah that way there's no mistakes there's or no anything mistakes like that. Yeah. right mm -hmm. i live on high street oh god she's trying to claim that i told her i live on pine street I said bitch i have the email right here the fuck do you mean you sent the check to pine street there's not even a pine street in the town that i live in right and she goes well, I must have misheard you over the phone. When I called her to fucking ream her out about it, she's like, I must have misheard you over the phone. I said, you told me to email it to you. I have oh it right here. She was gosh. trying to get out of paying me. Mm -hmm. I got my check. Mm -hmm. As you should. Yeah, As I was should. pissed. Dude, it's like $1,000. But I, I didn't get the fucking check until like, that happened. She canceled three weeks before fucking H2O, which is the end of September. Mm -hmm. We went to Tale of the Dragon the same time as... H2O normally is, so it was late September. Now we go early September because we realize, like, when you're in the mountains and shit, you never know what sport tires are going to do once it starts to get cold. Right. But, um... Sorry, I'm writing this in here before I forget that well, there's a show that weekend. Yeah. That's Gatlinburg. Um, that would be good for you, I think. That's yeah. A, that's a we'll, really big show. We'll see. I don't necessarily want to spend the diesel fuel to drive that fucking far well, to make a couple not. hundred bucks but well, I'll we'll see you, I'll tell you what that show <clears throat> like even if you don't get a booth and you just go down well that's what I'm thinking I might do just, and just I've never been down. to a slammed enough show so I'd kind of like to feel it out before yeah. I commit the money to that was my first slammed enough event Gatlinburg and I was because I was talking about I was talking I was joking around with it with Colby and I was like yo if I you know Going back to the whole insurance thing, because my boss had a timeshare there. Okay. So he let me, the deal was, hey, you sell enough life policies, you know, before, you know, you can stay in one of my timeshares. He happened to have one in Gatlinburg. That's dope. So I picked the Gat Gatlinburg, obviously, because they're slamming up Gatlinburg. So I started um, joking around with Colby. I'm like, dude, like, I'm going to get in the slamming up Gatlinburg this year. You know, I think I'm going to go ahead and apply to slamming up Gatlinburg. I apply to Slam Enough Gatlinburg. I don't hear back from Slam Enough, you know, about my car being accepted or anything until, like, I applied probably about this time last year. I didn't okay. hear anything until, I'll probably, I can look it up, but I know that it was not, like, it took a long fucking time. I'm about to find it right now. But it was probably, 
It was probably the most fun I've ever had. Like, hold on a second. It's called the FOAT. You have to submit tickets on the FOAT. That's what it's called. Um, let's see here. Uh, Registration shows are the best. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of going to shit where anybody and everything can show up. Because I'm sick of it being mm -hmm. base scat pack chargers that are at meets and yeah. shit. So I submitted my application to go into Gatlinburg, to be in the Gatlinburg show, Slamming Up Gatlinburg, on the 22nd of July. Okay. I didn't hear back from the gentleman at Slamming Up until the 4th of August. So that's like a that's two week. Literally, only like two weeks. Yeah, it's I yeah. It's a long fucking time. No, it's not. a long fucking time. No, it's not. Because when you, you do something with Steel City's or uh, Steel City Society that used to be Pittsburgh Car Scene, mm -hmm. um, you'll fucking submit for a show. You won't hear anything for like a month and a half. Because I'm, I'm like I was used to that. Like <clears> last year, I was like I applied to like Static Days at the Grove, and a couple other shows, Panda, like Panda Junction, the York. The York ones, you know, I heard yeah. back same fucking day. So it was like I'm like, dude, are they not accepted? slammed enough? Probably gets a few more so entries than this is where this is where it gets kind of interesting though because I applied to Slam Enough New Jersey, I got accepted like ten hours later, I got accepted same day. So I feel like it was just a like for a car show to be like applying to. I feel like it was just a long fucking time. But that, yeah, that's, like, one of their know. bigger shows, you know? So, I've, I mean, I... I've never done anything like it's, that, so... You, you should. If you get the chance, I I would recommend it. It's, it's <coughs> That was a lot of fun. I took my dad. Did he have fun? Dude, he always he seems like he has a blast. Dude, he had so much fun at Gatlinburg. Good. Um, and then we took... Uh, you might not know him, but uh, a guy from Divided Click hit me up to go down. That doesn't sound is, familiar. Yeah, it's like a York-based group. They're like, what the fuck ever. Yeah, anyway. Whatever. Um, he has a bagged Mark V R32. He is on Alzor's. Okay. And he was like, yo, I didn't. I can't believe I didn't get, fucking get in. I'm like, I didn't want to say anything because um, he paid me to stay. He paid me to stay with my dad and I. Dude, I charged this kid like like $300 to stay with me at a timeshare. I made $300 profit there, and then after Gatlinburg, I sold my rotiforms to some kid down there right after my day at Gatlinburg. Like, as I was pulling out, he's texting me. He's like, yo, are your wheels for sale? I'm like, yeah. You better hope that kid doesn't hear this fucking podcast because he's <laughs> going to come ask for his $300. <laughs> I don't think he's going to. Um, dude, if he does, I'll feel like such a douche. Oh, man. <laughs> I am a douche. I'm a, I'm a fucking dick. That, that's fucking. Yeah, that's that's some dickheadedness. So, that anyway, I would have done when I was younger. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, it was. I made off this trip. I made, I made. I think I made dollars on this trip after selling my wheels, and that kid paid me. That's not bad. That's a good week. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a good weekend. So, so when I came back, my mom is like standing at the door and she's saying, Ted, you're the only person that I know that can go on vacation and, and make, make money. Make more money than they, <laughs> than, than they would have if they went to work that yes. week. Yeah. So with that money, I then bought... What the fuck is this? I then bought um, 
my Futuras. That's fair. Um, or oh, some guy on Instagram. His name's um. Oh my God! It Colby found him for me. He had a B seven, I think. B seven S four, the sedan one. Okay. Um, it was white. It's really nice. Um, he was selling them because I, th- I guess he just had a kid or whatever, and he needed he needed a few thousand dollars. Sucks to suck. So, um, his loss, your gain. That's what I'm saying. You know how much futures go for now? Oh, I'm sure it's not cheap. I don't know the wheel so market. Like, so like last year, I mean, I bought them at a good price. Okay. Right. You know, I didn't spend what I'm gonna say. Um, they're now like good sets of futures that aren't dicked. They're between forty five and fifty five hundred dollars. Damn. Yeah, I'd be selling them, Ted. No, everything's for sale. So I bought that I Cummins. T- Did I tell you the story with the Cummins? No. Yes. Well, no, the, the utility truck. The utility truck one. The- Ted, no, I don't even know why I asked if you know the story with the Cummins. You're my insurance agent. Of course you know yeah, the story yeah, that's with right. the Cummins. I do know. I, re- I remember that one. I bought this freaking truck to tow my trailer, and then I very quickly realized that the truck was just as long as the trailer, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck that. I'm not towing... Because that's, that's the one we had to insure as commercial yes, we had to we had to insure it as commercial because it was a Class 4B weight class because it was a Cummins 3500 with a utility bed on it. It was a 12-valve, 5-speed, great truck, great truck. But Booker and I just, on one of the last podcasts Booker and I did, we talked about how I bought a truck. Well, now I'm here to tell you I have sold a truck. <laughs> um... Dude, and the thing Bro, is, I bought it for $2,500. I never put a tank of fuel in the fucking thing. I drove it like five times. And I was like, this thing's a blast to drive, but I'm not towing my fucking trailer with this. Mm-hmm. Especially long distance. Well, yeah. And I sold the motherfucker for $5,500. <laughs> hey, stonks are up, I guess. Never, right? never <laughs> put a tank of fuel in the fucking thing. I put different tow mirrors on it and put it in front of the house. Because I live on one of the main streets. Fucking... Mm-hmm put it in front of the house for 10 grand or best offer and got no hits on it i dropped that shit to 6500 or best offer because i knew somebody would hit on it mm-hmm. first kid that came to drive it he's like give me 5500 cash tomorrow i'm like I'm, I'm not even gonna negotiate with you just bring Deal. me my fucking cash <laughs> which now i'm gonna lead into a completely different rant if you buy anything on facebook marketplace craigslist any fucking any negotiation or any um transaction that's the word i'm looking for any transaction two thousand dollars or more show up with fucking hundreds worst case scenario show up with hundreds and fifties if you show up with thirty five hundred dollars in twenties and then the rest of it mixed in hundreds and fifties the hundreds and fifties are fine Mm -hmm. it took me eight fucking tries to count this money because not that twenties are hard to count I don't need fucking thousands of dollars of 20s. I went to the bank, and they're like, how much money is this? And I told them when I went to deposit it, and they're like, why are there so many 20s? I'm like, I don't know. The fucking kid must not buy shit in cash very often. Yeah, the kid, yeah. Well, he was a very nice kid. I tell you what, at least he had the money. At least he had the money. He could have been... We went to transfer the title, and I shook his hand. I said... Congratulations! You now own a '96 Ram 3500. He goes, thanks. This is my fourth. This is my fourth Cummins, and none of them are newer than the year 2000. <laughs> this kid's like, he's underage because his fucking ID is still long article. Yeah. article. So I was like, all right, well, I, he, he knows a thing or two, I guess. So <laughs> whatever. 
It's each their own. I, yeah, I prior, yeah he was a nice kid, but yeah. just man, I I spent fucking fifty five hundred dollars of my time I, counting fifty five hundred dollars. I am so specific about how I accept payment. So if it's cash, then if I'm selling like wheels and shit, I have to be right next to a bank. Yeah. So I'm either right next to a bank, and if you're not if you're not gonna meet up with me right next to a bank. It's going to be public, and then you're going to cash at me, or you're going to Venmo me, or you're going to Apple Pay me. I'm very weird about, because the bank, what I do is if it's a very large transaction, I take the money right to the bank. Right. Just to see if it's real. <clears throat> and then... You can get fucking pens on Amazon well, dude, for like I'm not eight gonna, bucks. Yeah, but like the thing is, is like, dude, do you know how much time that takes where I go through a marker? Fan the shit out and run the fucking marker across yeah, them? Yeah, like... I'd just rather have the people at the bank yeah, do it and fair. deposit it into my account. That's fair. Um, so, I, I, I'm I, steering away from cash, though. I, I fucking hate it. Well, do you accept a Bitcoin? Dogecoin? What, what are Bitcoin? You... No, no, not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Can I, can I trade you this picture, this pixelated picture of a monkey? Oh, we want to talk about NFTs now? <laughs> Bro, I don't understand any of that shit. So, I, I invest in things that I can physically do shit with. <laughs> Right, I mean, I do too. I was, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I was on the NFT hype for like. I'm, I'm sure you were. I was on the NFT hype beast. for a little bit. So, um, dude, I'm. I haven't even logged in to my like, my MetaMask or my Coinbase or anything like that in like six months, dude. So like, I have no idea what the fuck I have in here. Um, I have like, dude, in this wallet, I have five. I have five or six NFTs, and one of. One of them is because Let Johnny... me see these. I want, I want to see these fucking pictures. All right, so one of the, two of these, they're the Royal Rabbits, okay? They're Royal Rabbits, and two of them, and those are the two I bought because Johnny Manziel tweeted about them. So, so I, of love, course. I love Johnny so Manziel. So do I. So these, these are it, okay? So I got a couple Royal Rabbits, and... I'm gonna take a picture. Yo, of that. no, you're <laughs> stealing. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, this one is called San Vegas Casino Club, and they're gonna be like the first. Uh, they're supposed to be the first fucking like metaverse casino or whatever. I don't know how the fuck that's gonna work because I haven't been in the Discord for like I, I haven't joined a Discord chat in, like six months. So, um, but their whole idea is um, profits get split between you know the nft holders and shit like that okay. so that's supposed to be taken off at some point and then these were don't mind that um these were attention. these were free so i i got both of these wanderings ones for free but i just had to pay gas okay uh, so, none of that means anything to me, but uh, so, congratulations on your pictures, Ted. Dude, They're very cool. I, I, yeah, like I'm the casino one. Okay, I see the, the utility with see, that. Yeah, I, 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 like I can that understand idea. it. I still don't understand the whole metaverse thing. Um, because mm -hmm. I it's very Ready Player One to me, mm -hmm. and I don't like that concept. And I have this. I have this other NFT right here on my in another wallet. Bro, I'd use that as a Tinder picture. <laughs> So yeah, I it mean, was it was a pixelated picture of a dude holding a fish. That was the joke there. Oh, I don't have man. Tinder. Don't dude, hit me up I, on fucking anything. I think um, no, I'm done with NFTs. Like something massive has to hit if I if I'm gonna get into NFTs again. But I don't think I'm gonna do it for a really really Just long don't, time. 
I think it was a fucking bubble. I really do. You think I, there was a crypto bubble? You think crypto's even gonna... I don't fucking understand crypto. I, I invest in shit that I can fucking physically touch, use, or go to. Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Yeah, I get like that. That's... I'm, so I'm starting to... I, I'm starting like a simple IRA now. Okay. So I'm starting to prepare for retirement that way. Yeah. That's gonna be one of my... IRAs are the shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Roth? Uh, simple. Simple? Because mm -hmm. I, I think it gets taxed. Does it get taxed out? So when I pull the money out, it gets taxed then at that point, I'm pretty sure. Or I might have mass backwards. I might have Roth. Backwards. Roth is taxed. It's pre taxed. If you tax when you go is, in. <clears throat> Roth is I'm taking money out of my paycheck that was already taxed and putting it into the Roth. So mm. that is tax free when it comes mm. out of there. Interesting. Okay. I'm not I sure. I like. I don't know what. With a simple, how much can you put in that in a year? Fourteen thousand. Okay, that's different. A Roth, you can only put six in in a year, and yeah. putting six in in a year is putting six in in a year. Fuck, where was I going with this? You can only put six in in a year. I've I've said that six times now. Mm -hmm. Um. But your tax rate is lower now than it will be at retirement. I'm willing to bet. Mm -hmm. like just how shit goes, tax rate's going to be higher when we're in our 60s or 70s than it is oh, now. Yeah. Dude, it's going to be so high. <clears throat> so that's why I'd rather pay the tax on that money now. I might look into a simple, though. I got to call Nolan's mom. Does she do that? That's my financial advisor. Really? Yeah. Wow. Nolan unfollowed me on Twitter, so Nolan, what the fuck, dude? Like I, he's not gonna, he he doesn't fucking listen to this. Yeah. Let's be real, unless Nolan, he's on it, he doesn't fucking listen to it. Nolan, come the fuck on, man. I, I don't know. Um, I like Nolan too. That's the thing. I really like Nolan. That's crazy, bro. Nolan's, be your own. Nolan's my funny. He's he's my homie. He's fucking funny as hell. So, so you know Colby through, through what dirt. Dirt bikes. Dirt bikes, okay. <clears throat> Colby and I... Fuck, let me see if I still have the pictures on Facebook. Colby and I started hanging out when I was 15. Mm -hmm. So he would have been 14, 13. Okay. Yeah, he's a year younger than me. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he... Colby and I have known each other a very long time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I still have he's told me. He's told me a few stories about... Um, about uh you know the whole motor motorcycle or dirt bike racing rather he told me he got landed on one time he got landed on one time i got landed on one time uh, once or twice how that how's that like it's scary it's not fun it fucking like hurts. how do you react at that point <clears throat> let's put it this way you ever see the videos of like people like sneaking up behind somebody and you remember those wiffle ball bats from like the nerf bats that were like clear blue that were like fucking six inches yeah across yeah. when we were kids imagine and like you'd hit a ball and it'd go thunk mm -hmm. imagine like just minding your own business and somebody has one of those but it's made out of like titanium and they oh. fucking smack you in the back of the head with it and you don't expect it coming that's how that yeah <laughs> that's how that feels like how do you like, but what do you even say at that point? Like, you obviously, you probably fell off your it bike. probably knocked the fucking wind out of you. I, yeah. When I got landed on it, knocked the wind out of me. Mm -hmm. and I did you stay on? No, 
Yeah, I was I gonna got, say you fell off. No, they they crashed and so did I. It was an uphill jump. It's a track called Pagoda. It's in Birdsboro. It's like right outside Reading. That's why it's called Pagoda. Mm-hmm. The yeah, Pagoda well, there's a the Pagoda right there. Yeah. Um, I don't know how the track goes now. That was one of my favorite tracks, but it has a lot of like up and downhill, like very, like it to compare it to like an outdoor national, like a pro level track. It has a lot of elevation change, sweeping corners. Mm-hmm. It's a very good track, fun track, technical, but it's not a huge track compared to some of the outdoor tracks. Mm-hmm. And one of the uphills, the parking lot is on one side of the hill, and then it kind of goes down into a valley and jumps up to the next hill. Okay. So jumping away from like the grandstand and everything, you go up the hill. And I, I didn't even come up short. I jumped it. It was in practice. It wasn't even in a race. I jumped it, and I knew the kid coming behind me was on my left. So I made sure that I jumped straight. Because mm-hmm. I didn't know if anybody was on my right, so I wasn't going to jump. I was coming up in the center of the track. I was not going to try to come to the outside. In someone's line. In, into somebody else's line because yeah. if I jump to the uh, I say inside or outside because the corner goes when you would land the corner went left Okay. so the kid on my left had the inside line didn't know if anybody was on the right so I jumped straight and the kid on my left was behind me but apparently he, I don't know what happened if he thought he was going to take the midline or the outside line and he came over or if he just came off the lip crooked or what, fucking right on top of my back fender and my seat and shit. His front wheel hit me in the ribs and oh, we just man. kind of both fell over. It was Like you didn't break anything. I didn't though. break anything, no, thankfully. It was... Did you say anything to him? <clears throat> no, because I couldn't fucking breathe. Uh, I got up yeah. and... At that level, when, like, Colby okay. was always better than me. I really I was not good. I did it to stay out of trouble and I was not having the greatest time of my life in my teenage mm-hmm. years. So I was trying to like just go out and meet people and do shit. Right, okay. I was not good. Um I thought I was a lot better than I was, but like looking back I'm like, man, now I see why everybody thought I was full of shit and like <laughs> thought I was a bullshitter because I I was not good. But there were multiple times where I I'd fall over, I'd be in a middle line, and I'd fall over, and somebody was trying to pass me on the inside, well, then I'd fucking fall, I don't have the jersey anymore, I don't think, it used to, uh, it might be hanging in the other room, I can't remember, but I had a brand new jersey on, fucking fell right into somebody's exhaust, burnt through the jersey, burnt through the shirt I had underneath, I had a fucking burn on my back for like a month, yeah, it was bad, oh man, but it's just, I don't know, I, I got out, pretty okay there's a lot of people that don't get out nearly as long like i feel it when it rains i had a real bad crash in 2011 at a practice track in maryland and cracked my wrist we don't i don't know my my collarbone was not visibly broken but I did something to my collarbone. Like, like I fucked it up. Yeah. I fucked it up somehow. I don't know if it had a hairline crack or whatever. I feel it every time. Like yesterday, I was fucking hurting because I knew it was gonna rain. Mm-hmm. But 
my knees are shot because I played football for a couple years before I started racing dirt bikes and I grew like I had growing pains and issues from growing too fat like just stupid shit so my body's shot but I had fun mm -hmm. so I guess that's all that really matters the only thing I did growing up was play baseball yeah but baseball's cool well, like, it's alright every, everybody can relate to baseball it's alright you know baseball is cool um dude it gets I was playing um like growing up I was always pretty pretty damn good like, so you played like travel teams and stuff I like that I played on I played on travel teams okay. I played on a showcase team I was always pretty damn good um you get to um get to the men's league okay it's a little bit different I believe it you have these kids that are either playing like you know they probably went to East Eastern York High School or um you know Dallas Town High School that's a very good baseball school that's a good okay. baseball school um, they had, and then West York too. You get kids from West York. Those are two schools that produced like two draft picks. Okay. So uh, two or three. It might be two or three now. Okay. Um. And they're pitchers. So you, dude. Oh my God. You see these kids, and some of them are, are like D one pitchers. Some of them are really high level college pitchers. Some of the best pitchers I've ever seen. My first men's league at bat, I faced the best. I think it might have been the best pitcher that to ever come out of York Spurlin. Okay. Um, dude, this guy is... He went to Kutztown. Okay. Um, so what? when you're saying D1 pitchers, what are, what are they throwing like coming uh, out of high school? Uh, probably, if you're going Division One, I, I think you're probably sitting about 92. Okay. 92, 93. Um, this guy's arm slowed down a bit. But right. Like, no, know, I, was, I was just curious, because I don't know, like... Right. That's fine. Um... Anyway, this guy had a lot of stuff. He didn't have a whole lot of velocity. He was only probably he's probably th only throwing like 85, 87 miles an hour, which is still kind of quick. But men's league, like I saw that shit all the time playing travel ball. So like, you know, whatever. Okay, it's just another at bat, dude. I'm right-handed, so the ball when he releases it, his fastball is tailing this way away from me, and like right in front of the plate. So I take the first pitch, obviously, and it's on the outside corner. I'm like, what the fuck was that? the fuck is this so i look at him like what are you throwing what is that anyway um throws he throws a two seam a two seam fastball that one tails into me and catches the inside part of the plate strike you know strike two right throws a big bender curveball this is the craziest curveball i've ever seen in my entire life my knees buckle boom strike three i go sit on the bench i've never been embarrassed like that at the plate ever in my life but, dude, that kid was good. I think I struck out twice that game. Damn. Yeah. There was another game when I was on his team. And this was, like, I think it was two years after that. We're facing, who are we playing that game? I think it was, um, I think we played East Prospect that game, which is another good men's league team. This guy, he's a left-hander. He throws pretty hard. Um, that's about all he has going for him. His fastball is pretty flat. But I never, I never saw, like, I never saw 95. In person, this guy's probably sitting right about ninety-five. Okay. So, same same shit, dude. Strike one in the outside corner, strike two in the outside corner, and then inside fastball, strike three. I'm like, dude, I struck out three times that game. That was so. Do you know how embarrassing that is? Oh, I'm sure it's not great. That, I don't know. I've never been that, good at sports. That so. was so. That was so embarrassing. I'm like, dude. Oh my god. Like, 
I'm gonna go. Like, I literally went home and like rethought my entire life. Like, I'm sitting in my room. Like, <laughs> For a fucking game. Yeah, I'm sitting in my room. Like, what the fuck just happened today? Like, yeah, dude, I'm I'm in the dugout. Like, after the second time, I'm like, okay, you know, this is, I've been here a couple times before. Struck out twice. Okay, I can come back in a knock. Dude, after that at bat, like I had a complete like mental breakdown. Like I believe I, you. I never, I've never gotten so mad at baseball until then. So, yeah, that's um, that might have been the second to last year I played men's league, and then I went back to my old team the year after that and uh, played second base, and okay. I did okay. But I'm, you know, that's just like. If people make men's league out to be some cakewalk, dude. You got some ex pros in this league. You yeah, have some that's, college that's level talent. That's nothing to play around with. And I'm like, dude, I, oh my god, it still irks me that I struck out three times. But dude, some kid on my high school team in men's league, he struck out four times in a game. So, you know, at least it wasn't you, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. So in baseball, in baseball, we call that the golden sombrero. Luckily, I've never had to wear that. Yeah. <laughs> god. That was that. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah, that'd be rowdy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think I could face. Hell, even eighty-five mm-hmm. is fast, dude. It's quick. And I, I remember... couldn't tell you the last time I swung a bat. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, no thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the people that throw eighty-five is like, it's um, it doesn't look fast, but when you step in the box against it for the first time, well, it, when it, it comes kind of, past you, it I'm sure it's it quick. feels fast. It's quick, but yeah. it's not like. You know, when I, when I was playing travel ball and stuff, I mean, I saw that shit every weekend. So it's like, okay, you know, here's another guy throwing 85, 80, you know, 82, right. 85 miles an hour, 87 at times. But, yeah, that's that's the that's where I got to baseball. That's men's league. <laughs> and then I had to hang it up. So. How's golf treating you? Dude, oh my God. I haven't golfed in like three weeks. So, it's killing me. So I was doing very very good i was probably the best at golf i've ever been a couple months ago i was you know shooting 92 93 a couple times you know up in the 90s but that's okay i started hitting draws okay now i've developed a duck hook okay i've developed a, a duck hook and i can't get off the i my past three or four rounds i have not been able to get off the tee box i'm I know you saw my tweet the other week when I went to the driving range. I can't get off the tee box with a driver. Mm-hmm. I've, never, I've never had luck with a driver. I've always hit a hybrid off the box. Really? Don't know what it is. Hmm. I, I cannot swing a driver to save my shit. Wow. So I went to the driving range with my buddy. I'm like, no, we're going to... If we're going to go play... Because we only go out and play... There's a par three a couple miles from here. We'll play a par three one night a week after work. Mm-hmm. So there's, you're playing with a nine iron, a wedge, and a putter. Mm-hmm. But I was like, no, I want to go play an executive course. Even if we just go play nine, he's never played a full course or really? like a full size course before. Where'd you play at? I didn't go with him. Oh, okay. I, I had to work the one morning okay, that okay. he went. But he went and played nine at Evergreen, I think. I was. He wanted, play we there. wanted to play nine at Evergreen, and then I had to work. He played at Overlook. The other week, That's he wanted okay. to break one ten. I think he shot one eleven. Oh man! For his first time out, that's that's pretty good. Uh, whatever, dude. I'm I'm not. I, he that's probably would have wiped. Probably would have whooped my ass because I'm mm-hmm. not. 
I'm not athletically gifted at anything. I just like golf. Mm-hmm. But, no, we started, we went to the driving range the one night, and the driving range we go to, they actually have a mini golf course. It's all, like, actual greens, like, grass. Yeah. So we went over, we both hit a bucket of balls, and then we went over and played their mini golf course, too. But Did you use your putter at the mini golf course? Hell yeah, it was an actual, <laughs> Let's it, was go. A, it was an actual fucking green. <laughs> That's a, that's yeah, my ex would never let me do that. Like, we'd go to go mini-golf, she's like, you're so fucking embarrassing, leave your fucking putter in the car. Oh, my God. Like, no, like, if I'm going mini-golf, I'm taking my fucking putter with you me. You know would be the most, like, try-hard thing, though? Did you, did you at least use the balls there that they gave you? No, they didn't give us balls. No, I meant, like, on your like when you were mini-golfing with your ex-girlfriend or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. You, okay. Yeah. So, you I know what the most try-hard thing would be? Take your own ball? Take your, you know, if you have Scotty, take the Scotty Cameron. Or take, you know, for me, I have a, it's a Cleveland. I'm going to start making putters. That's what I bought that CNC machine for. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to make titanium shit. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited to see that. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out. Yeah. We'll design something up. That'd Get be great. you some fucking Ted Youngman specialties or something. That'd some be shit. great. We'll make it happen. Um, going back to what I was saying, the most try-hard thing I feel like would be, like, pulling up to a mini golf course with, like, t- your ball is a Titleist, like, Pro B1 or TaylorMade TP5Xs. Yeah. You know, the expensive premium right. shit. Like, dude, like, what are you doing? Just use a top flight there or something. Yeah. I don't know. I always, <laughs> yeah. I always oh, use the ball there, but I'd always take my putter. Yeah, that, see, that's... I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think there's anything weird about that. No. I don't think anything's wrong with that. I've seen other people do it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the equivalent of taking, like, your bowling ball and bowling shoes. Bowling, that's, I feel like. how... I look at it. Right. I mean, I've seen enough people do that. What's the difference with the butter? That's what I'm know. saying. Man, she was on one, dude. <laughs> well, there, there's a reason she's an ex. All right, exactly. They're exes for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Oh, hell. <sighs> dude, I love golf, though. Golf is so sick. I've been having... Well, I started saying, yeah, we went to the driving range, so I'm mm-hmm. like... I I was like, no, I'm going to swing the driver while we're here. We're This is why we're here. Mm-hmm. I'm fucking sending them right... Every time. They're slicing it. Slicing the shit out Damn. of it. Couldn't couldn't figure it out. So I'm like even angling my body different, whatever. Like, obviously I'm... Maybe it's your grip. It has to be. Because mm-hmm. it didn't matter where... I, I was slicing the shit out of them. Are you coming over... You might even be coming over the top. Yeah, probably. You're swinging down on the ball a little bit. Probably. I don't know. And You'll he, have to teach me shit because I don't know dude, shit. I'm not. I'm not that good either. That's but. all right. I started hitting the hybrid off the fucking box, and I was mm-hmm. going straight and 150, 170, fucking twelve balls Very in good. a row. I'm like, Very good. that's better than anything else I'm gonna do. So I started whenever because I've developed this thing with my driver now where I can't, where I just beat the ball into the ground like it's a ground ball. Okay. So I started recently. Taking four iron, four hybrid. Well, I broke my four hybrid, <clears throat> five hybrid, off the tee, and I, you know that was working. But dude, like the amount of like strokes that like that. Oh yeah, that, I mean that, it, it adds up. Yeah, that 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 adds on is like, you know, so much. But I look at it, look right? at it as I'm, if I come straight off the box. Even if it adds another stroke to that hole, I'm not 200 yards this way trying to fight my way back into mm-hmm. it. It's I'm probably fine. less strokes if I just hit the hybrid off the box. Right. 
I'm not I, playing in any fucking tour shit. <laughs> I, I'm fine with bogeying every hole. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care about that. Dude, it's when, like, I start triple bogeying. Like, I'll have a couple. There's, a, like, this past weekend, dude. Yeah, like, see, I this had, is why I haven't golfed with you, because I thought you were a lot better than me. But, dude, I, I, like, I, if we're both playing at this level, fuck yeah. it, let's go. No, nah, dude, I'm not good at all. Um, one, I need to get rid of this duck hook. This is so, it's so annoying, because... Oh my god, it just irks me like talking about it because dude, I know I can nail every single club in my in my bag. I know how far I can hit these clubs. I know how good I can hit them. And like dude, everything is just like 100 yards. It's not even 100 yards. Not even 100 yards. I would say it's about 85 yards and left. Yeah. No thanks. And driver driver is either 20 yards in front of me or 300 yards this way. Yeah. To, to the right so i have no idea what is going on okay well we're in the same boat yeah. then yeah yeah fuck it we'll just go hybrids off the box <laughs> that's just what i'm saying dude my three we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna make fucking t-shirts that say hybrids off the box <laughs> hybrids only not not like a prius or anything no, we're talking about hybrid <laughs> golf club hybrids yeah oh man dude i yeah golf is sick i like it i it's so calm and like i don't know when you're having fun it's calm it, it's <laughs> I always, I go out with, I know that I'm not good, so I go out with no expectations, and then... You know Colby's good at golf. Colby hit a fucking hole-in-one the one day that I was over at his house. He's like, yeah, I went golfing yesterday, and I hit a hole-in-one. I'm like... Dude, he FaceTimed me when he did it. I'm at, I'm at work, and he FaceTimed me when he hit this hole-in-one. I'm like, dude, are you, are you fucking serious right now? And he hit it, and there's a, um, there's a course called, called, um... Heritage Hills. Okay. It has a downhill par three, and the pin was in the back, he was telling me. And he hit five hybrid. It was like 170 yards. And he hits five hybrid, and it just rolls right the fuck in. Good for him. Yeah, I'm like, damn, dude. Good for him. And the funniest part is the ball was a top flight. It wasn't even like a... (laughs) It wasn't even a... It wasn't even a pro beat one. I don't think I noticed that when he showed me. Yeah, it was a... I think... At least I think it was a top flight. I'm pretty sure. Because he showed me a picture. But I'm... Gee, I'm 90% sure it was a top flight. I have Callaway... Hex Tour Diablos or some Mm -hmm. shit right now. I love them. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I've had good luck with them. I got, um, I recently, Dix has Pro V1Xs. Okay. At, but they're refurbished ones. Okay. And they're like $27. So, I'm like, shit, dude. Better yeah. than spending $55. Hell yeah. <laughs> or something I'm going to lose anyway. Mm-hmm. But the yeah, thing I forget, is. I paid an ungodly amount for these. The finish is harder than, like, if you've, if you've held a Pro V1 or felt a Pro V1 in hand or a Pro V1X in hand, it's actually, like, the refinished ones are actually a little bit harder. Okay. It's weird. Really strange. But... I didn't even know the, they sold refinished balls. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. and my, la- my last time playing... The, the time before this weekend, I was playing Overlook this past weekend. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, like, five minutes from me. Yeah. Nice course. Really nice yeah. course, dude. And, um... Anyway, I was playing Grandview, I think. There's a... They got canceled a couple years ago because... Allegedly, they were being racist or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, I know in. where you mean. Yeah, I'm not going to get into details with that, but allegedly, they were being racist. And, um, uh, anyway, I was using, um, 
Bridgestones there. I had Bridgestones, and those were nice. I really liked Bridgestones. I don't know what I've ever... I don't know. The tire don't... company, dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I, the tire I, company I know what makes you golf mean, balls. But I don't, I don't know. I don't. At the level that I play, golf balls are golf balls, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. With I you. don't know. I I had this fucking placebo effect in my head with all the Callaway shit that I have. That mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw my TikTok. That I got that fucking palm glove. That's got fucking. I might have seen it. I'm four, have seen it's it. got four-leaf clovers on it. I love four-leaf clover anything, so really? I bought okay. it because my Callaway glove was all fucking destroyed. Just years of abuse. Well, when I went to get a new glove, they had that with four-leaf clovers, so I got that, and then I was like, now I'm getting another Callaway, too, because I liked that glove. Mm-hmm. But the Callaway one has, like, American flag shit on it, mm-hmm. like, right on the patch where you close it. That's tight. And then the... The, uh... I was so pumped on that fucking four-leaf clover one, so I bought that one, too. Mm-hmm. I went out and played with that one with the same kid that I played the par threes with. Got mm-hmm. my ass kicked. Mm-hmm. I beat him by, like, ten strokes the first time we played. Mm-hmm. Went and got a new glove. Lost to him by, like, seven. Like, <laughs> fuck. Went out and played again. Lost to him by, like, four or something like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck it. So now I'm in my head that the glove makes me suck. So I, <laughs> yeah. so I wore the fucking Callaway glove and kicked his ass. I'm like, yeah, really? see, it's a fucking glove. Wow. It's you... not actually, but it's in my head that it is. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, it's funny you bring up the word placebo, because I was just thinking about this. You know what I think is a placebo? And this is a complete 180 topic change, by the way. Coffee. I don't even think coffee does anything, bro. I think it's just a placebo. <clears throat> As someone who drinks more than their fair fair so share of coffee. So do I. Okay. You don't get headaches or anything if you don't drink it? I have, I have to have some type of caffeine. Okay. So it's the caffeine. You you, you agree I, that caffeine is addicting. Yes. Is addicting. Yes, but like even when I drink coffee like I don't feel more awake than I would be if I were to just drink water in the morning. I don't know. See, who was telling me or where did I see it? The best thing you can do when you wake up in the morning is drink a glass of water immediately. It does something like it will do just as much as drinking water or coffee, Red Bull, whatever else. Yeah. Allegedly, because your body, obviously your body needs water. Mm -hmm. But first thing in the morning, that's like the best thing you can do as far as like helping get yourself up and moving and whatever i don't know i'm not a morning person hmm. like if i have to interact with people i'm not a morning me person me neither but like if i'm working from like i don't work from home for my employer i work from home for myself so if i know that i'm off and i'm just working for myself tomorrow i'll wake up i won't they're like on the weekends if i'm here by myself i won't necessarily make coffee first thing in the morning like i i will set the coffee pot up the night before every night during the week because then whoever gets up first just hits the button in the morning and it's good because we're Mm -hmm. not fancy to have the one that's like fucking timed and whatever else yeah but um yeah that's gonna kill me now i can't remember that was on a podcast or something and i tried it like i started drinking water like as soon as i I get up i I, I didn't i didn't fucking replace my coffee with it but i Definitely, I drink at least a gallon of water a day. I drink a lot of water now. 
Um, just cause like, dude, number one, like my face, like when I was drinking like Chick-fil-A lemonades every day, dude. Oh, Chick-fil-A lemonade is so Dude, much it's so fire. Sugar. It's so good, but dude, it's, it's so, so bad fire. for you. Um, I would, dude, I was going through a stint where I would have like, I was just running off Coke, Coca-Cola and coffee. Coca-Cola is the only reason I'm alive. I don't know if really? you do that. Yeah. If you go downstairs, like in our living room, we have that Coke machine and all the Coke signs and shit. <laughs> my mom's dad was my dad's boss at Coca-Cola. Really? <laughs> and that's how my dad shot his shot at oh, my mom. Man. That's kind of that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. Sorry. That but was uh, I was, I was going off. Of, there was a stint like, and this was three years ago. So I, I this is I don't do this anymore. Obviously. Um, I was working at the motorcycle shop. There's McDonald's like right down the street, and they would run deals all the time, dude. I was going through a stint where I would eat like two Big Macs for lunch. That's fucking repulsive. That's that's Big, disgusting. Big Macs are so good, but I could not tell you the last time I ate McDonald's. And a large Coke. Yeah. Every I used day. to do that shit all the time when I was younger. Every single day, and then even at when I worked at that sneaker store, McDonald's and Coke every single day. I'll, matter of fact, if it, if I was going, if I was working a long ass day, dude, I would probably house like three or four large cokes from McDonald's when I was working at that store. Dude, it was so unhealthy. So now what I do is I drink my coffee throughout the day because how I do have. You, how do you drink your coffee though? Like hot or cold? Hot, cold. What do you put in it? But so coffee. I've started doing. I start drinking um, black rifle coffee. Okay. Dude, I love good that stuff. Shit. It's so good. Yep. Um, I'm a French vanilla guy. Okay. Um, so typically, dude, it depends on the weather too. So like, I'm gonna uh, tell your story. I'm gonna plug my buddy's business on here. Um, right? so like, it's it's uh, it depends on the weather for me. So if it's really really hot, then it's cold. Okay. But if it's like wintertime, I'm gonna do my best to make hot coffee. My mom drinks the same type of coffee that I do, so okay. we keep a picture of it in the fridge. So if I don't have time in the morning, then I just, I just, you know, shrink it cold and deal with it. Uh, sorry. I'm, and then I put sugars in it too. Yeah, I, you got I, to. I was just curious how you take your coffee. I, I could really care less, hot, cold, but whatever. Just give me the damn coffee. Um, I definitely used to I go through spurts where I'll I will put creamer in it or sugar in it or whatever but I nine times out of ten just drink it black really hot. well I mean if it's if I'm drinking it cold I'll put shit in it mm -hmm. but if it's hot hot, hot coffee it's nine black. times out of ten I'll drink it black dude how do I've you been doing that since I was like seven eight years old and it's fucking that? hysterical because anybody that says coffee stunts your growth, don't give it to your kids, bullshit. My mom was 5'7". I think she's like 5'4 now because she's shrinking. Mm -hmm. My dad's still like 5'7 or 5'8 and I'm 6'1". So Dude, like, how do, you, how do you drink it black? I'm, I just drink it. I don't know. But uh, I'm a plug. Upper East Coffee. Um, you should definitely go buy coffee from him i i don't know him personally but he and i are homies on um twitter so if you go to UpperEastCoffee.com, it's free shipping anywhere in the united states um yeah that's that's my uh 
plug for the day. I'm about to try that out. Yeah, I don't know. He followed me on Twitter the other week, and I'm like, I like coffee. I'll I'll give it a shot, and it's phenomenal. So. Wow. Um. I have you on LinkedIn, don't I? I I'm trying to learn how to use LinkedIn, Ted. I think you do. I think we have each other on LinkedIn. Are you on? Are you on there as Ted or Theodore? Theodore, it's there you are. Theodore, I have um, you. So yeah. okay, yeah. just making sure. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to do the young professional thing. Um, Dude, I can't. Not actually, uh, that's a complete bullshit lie. This girl came in to sell CNC machines last week, and I didn't have a business card to give her, so I took her business card and went and found her on LinkedIn and then Speaking now of, we're friends on Instagram and I fucking lobbed one in the DMs earlier and that actually oh, worked man. out. So. No, oh man, let's go. <laughs> Young degenerates. So, speaking of business cards, dude, I always carry business cards with me. I have like <coughs> 17 of them in here, dude. Look at you. So, this picture, number one, like, look at that. Like, what the fuck is that? The people could have like the girl, I wouldn't have even said that was you. Like if yeah. somebody else handed this to me right. and I didn't read it, I would I would never have been like, oh, that's my friend Ted. Yeah, like, the girls, the girls who um took my picture, they caught me in the middle laughing. Number one, number two. Here, dude, here here's one of my outdated ones. I have new <laughs> Pizza Boy Metalworks ones Let's on the go. way. Uh, that one has a discount code on the Let's back go. of it. Congratulations. Thanks. Um, so like. You couldn't even get me number one with a fresh cut. Like, what are we doing? You know, I'm whooping there, right? Like, the, yeah. the hair's not, like... <clears throat> like, I at least want to look good on my business card. Is that so much to ask, dude? Like, are you serious? <laughs> yeah, so. mine don't have my picture on them. My new ones don't either. Dude, I have... I I have the best QMW idea. QMW ones have them? The no. best idea. So, like, once I get my own agency, right? Okay. I am gonna camber out. I think I might camber out a new BRZ or something. The new BRZs are hot. And you know uh, what I saw? Go ahead. Sorry. And put my put the State Farm Library on it. Okay, that'd be with sick. my with my face on it. But like you know how like race cars have like you know their sponsors and shit yeah. like on the that listed there. I'm gonna list like all the things that I do. I like that, dude. That go viral. Dude, that that that, that gets you the clout that you're looking for. I don't I don't want the clout with it though. Well, actually, you know, well, that's actually, that's gonna go viral, and it, honestly, that's okay because that's gonna bring, gonna bring you business. business. Exactly. So that that's how I'm thinking. Like I have such like I already know exactly what I'm gonna do when I get my own office. Like I know exactly what car I'm buying. I know what I know what wheels I'm putting on it. I know that I'm bagging it. I know what kind of camber I'm going for. And I know I'm doing clear tails. We love that. Clear, clear <laughs> tales. Um, no. You, you said about putting uh, livery on a car. Livery, livery. I don't know mm -hmm. how the fuck it's pronounced. Mm -hmm. um, my buddy Alan, that is distinct automotive appearance, mm -hmm. his Instagram handle is Alan underscore E36. And so is his Snapchat. So there you go. I plugged you, Alan. Uh, if you get any friends off of the three people that have listened this far, congratulations. Um but he sold his E36 like four years ago, mm -hmm. but he never changed his handle. Oh, man. So I'm getting one of my buddies to print his face out on vinyl, and I'm mm -hmm. going to wrap the hood of my E36 with it. So we're actually going to have an Allen E36 now. He doesn't know <laughs> about this, but he's going to be pissed when I show up with his, at his oh, shop with man. it. Oh, man. But um, 
you said about the new BRZ. New BRZs, I have not driven one yet. I've heard they're phenomenal. They look great. They look so good. One of my clients has one. I don't know if he'll let me drive it or not. He also has a 22 WRX. Those things are hideous. No. Have you seen one up close and personal yet? Unfortunately. He has one that's white. He showed up to the shop yesterday with it because I just made him parts. Mm -hmm. He works with, I don't, uh, I'll plug him. He works for Race Comp Engineering. Mm -hmm. um, they do a lot of stuff with KW. I don't, I didn't, never signed an NDA, so I'll say whatever I want. I'm not giving out anything. Fair enough. They're working on coilovers with KW. So he has KW for coils the, for, for the, the new for the 22. Yeah, they have the shocks already. They don't have sway bar mounts. I'll show you pictures. He came to me, he said, can you make sway bar mounts for this? Oh. And I did. And they're on the car, and they work. Oh. And I made him two sets, and mm -hmm. he's sending the other set to KW for development, because oh. they they could not get to it until, like, Christmas time. Oh, man. They couldn't get it on their engineering schedule till Christmas time, and I banged it out in, like, a day and a half. Wow. Yeah, I was pretty proud of that. He sent That's me cool. all sorts of pictures last Thursday. He's like, hey, everything's on. It works great. looks great. Sent me the pictures of the car. I'm like, shit, that looks great. Well, then he stopped by yesterday to talk about something else. Mm -hmm. And I was like, do you have the car here? He's like, yeah, it's outside. Come look at it. I didn't like it on Instagram or in media or whatever. But in person, seeing it in person, I think the white looks super clean. Hmm. I don't know. I I haven't seen a colored one yet. I see. I saw an orange one and I hated it. See, TPG Tuning has an orange one. I didn't go look at it up close. They had a booth across the venue from me when I did my booth the other week. I walked past it, but I didn't look at it up close personal. Personal. I can't talk today. Um, I don't know how I feel about the cladding, like the plastic over fenders and shit yeah. on the cars that are painted something other than white. The black-white contrast looks great. Really? I think it looked great. And it's not overdone. It's not like when you look at like an Outback or what's their, the Crosstrek that mm -hmm. has the flares where they're like big and bulky and come out. They're very clean to the fenders. You know what I really like? You brought up the plastic fenders. I <coughs> really, really liked um, the Allroads. The newer Allroads. Yeah. But I saw one... I saw well, somebody paint match one. It was a green? Yes. Yes. Dude, it I loved so good. that one. I loved so that good. one. Dude, I, what video was that? I think it was... Um, I think it was a VAG fair, not like a York one, but like uh, I can't remember Alpine. where I saw it. It, it was, might have been an Alpine VAG fair video. I, I don't know that I saw it in a video. I think somebody sent me screenshots of the video or sent me pictures mm -hmm. of the car. It looks really good. Dude, that's, I don't know. It's I a like great looking. If you're going to have flares, I'd prefer they're paint matched. And I would prefer they're not riveted. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'd prefer they're molded. Yep. And not too, they can't be too wide, dude. Like, Dude, you look at the Mark 6s. That I, I will take a stock body car over a wide body car any day of the week. Unless we're talking like 
an RWB because that's the whole well, that's, that's the whole point of that. Yeah, but, that's different. Okay, yeah, that's way different. I love <clears throat> RWBs or like a four five eight GT three, but there's like four or five of those in existence that are not actual race cars. So my um my dream car, and it's also you know Liam Swanson. Yeah, that's his dream car too. It's um a Ferrari Testarossa. It's on the vision board, my guy. It's, I guess it's your dream car, too. <laughs> uh, it's one of one them. A couple that's up there, but yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I think they would look... I think it would look so sick. Market's going in the right direction. I don't know if you've been keeping track of my Twitter the last week or so, but I've been retweeting all the ones that come across Bring a Trailer. One of them sold for 115 One of them just sold for like 97 or 98 So they're coming down right around the $100,000 mark. I would even sell Which is a lot of money for a car, but... I, yeah, but it's a... Icon. That's a car you're not going to lose money on. Yeah, you're I'm, not losing money on that. Yeah. I'll even settle for a 348. 348s are cool. I really like F355s, but they scare the fuck out of me because of the fuel tube issue where they will literally burn themselves and anything around them to the ground. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I don't know that I trust them. Like, even if you do the fucking maintenance on it, I just, I'm too anxious of a person to have a car that can just fucking burn itself because mm-hmm. they're coming down too you know that's a, that's a scary part about having a bagged car too you, your, your compressor can catch fire well, that's yeah that's a different topic but dude no i don't i don't like electrical issues or like mclarens are known to fucking burn themselves to the ground and mm-hmm. they're fucking new tech that's not even mm-hmm. a 30 year old car that's a fucking three four five year old car burning themselves to the ground right and so I'll I'll run into this real quick. It, the, going back to the whole bag thing because they catch fire and shit like that. I was supposed to go to Colt Classic with Colby. Colby's in my car. We're on the way up there, and um, if you've seen my trunk, I don't know. You probably haven't seen my trunk setup when um, EP Auto House Corey yeah. did it. Um, there's this thing where I could connect like an air tube too, so I could air up my tires and and shit right. like that. Um, which was cool. It looked great. It functioned great for like the past year. And then now, so we were on the way to Colt Classic and we're on a real bumpy road. Colby was telling me about this on the phone the other yes, night. I want to hear it from you. We were on a real bumpy road. Okay. And this thing is ding, 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 ding. It's going up and down, up and down the it hitting the tank. So, um, we're like, dude, we're like 15, 20 minutes from the show. Um, all of a sudden, we hit a bump, okay? And we it goes, I hear all my air leaking out of my tank and my compressor running. So as soon as I hear the loud, I look at Goldie, I'm like, it was one of these. You know, it was like the, what the fuck? Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> um, what do you do, blow a hard line? Yeah, the hard line broke out of the tank. Um... So I like, dude, this is so funny. Um, I like found, I know what, I know what line it is. And I'm like, I try to stick it back in just like, that's like my instinct for anything. Well, yeah. So like, so like if I, if I were to break my leg, I would, and it's like broken in just half, try to straighten I'll, it. I'll try to fix it real quick, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, <laughs> It'll or, be fine. <laughs> yeah. or my arm, if it's broken in half, like if the adrenaline's still running and I can't feel anything, I'm going to try and like fix it. Uh, I have to back to like kind of normal until I can get to the ER. 
Um, anyway, I try to just like put it back in real quick so we can just go. Doesn't go back in, obviously. <laughs> so, um, turn off, obviously turn off the car so the compressor doesn't run because it would have probably blown up. Right. Um, it took us a while to figure out, well, it took Colby a while to figure out which one, which wire was the, um, the compressor wire so we could unplug it and drive to whatever, wherever we could, you know, get a quick fix. So, um, and we have our buddy Connor with us in his rabbit truck. So he was helpful too. Um, I'm, bags are still new to me, bag maintenance and stuff like yeah. that. So like, I, I was like, okay, like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So, um, anyway, we go to, what place was this? It was Advanced Auto. Okay. Went to Advanced Auto. They had nothing, of course. Um, so we go to Ace and then, uh, we look all around Ace. Nothing's there. We ask the guy for help. They only have like the GTI stuff's metric, obviously. The stuff right. on my bags is metric. They don't have metric. So Colby's like, okay, let me just go back in one more time. He finds the exact like bolt that we can just like Put in real quick. Right. Teflon tape. Put that in. Attach the cable for the compressor and whatnot to so it can run and fill up with air. Fills up with air just fine. But by this time it's like two thirty. The show's already like over. So there's really no point for us to go. So we drove the whole way there and now we're driving the whole way back. Luckily, I'm able to air up and down just fine now. Um, otherwise, I would still be. Oh, like, it's not like fixed, fixed yet. No, no, it's oh, still that it's thing's still, still in there. Well, I can't wait like, to go look at this. It's fine. Like it's not like some ghetto rig. Like it's as not long some, as it works. It yeah, works. It, it looks fine. So I mean, it's whatever. So you know, I'm cool with it. It looks fine to me. You know, it oh. looks better than just the compressor or the tank and the compressor being thrown in the back. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you... Uh, did you I, see I remember it when it was yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. And then... Did Started you from the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, growing up where I did, you know, all we had to do was... We only had what the wire you, stuff. Like we, what did you say the one time? Basketball got us out of the... <laughs> basketball, <laughs> basketball kept us off the streets. Dude, did you see what I said the other day? I said golf kept us off the streets. I'm gonna go retweet that one. Oh man, babe, wake up! New Ted Youngman tweet. <laughs> That's exactly what I. Feel <laughs> that is like. my favorite freaking meme I think I've ever seen. I feel like that's what a lot of people do. They wait for my tweets so they can clown me. Well, don't say dumb shit. And yeah, yeah, fair enough. And my sister has gotten in on clowning me on Twitter too now. I'm like, dude, like, is nothing sacred? Like, can I just tweet? <laughs> Sales guru, Kith brand ambassador. <laughs> Dude, Kith is the best brand though because they're I, doing the, a Spider Man. They're doing Spider Man Kith stuff, dude. That's pretty cool. The BMW stuff they did was cool. Yes, I agree. Chipotle burrito fell apart, shaking my head. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok well, said my video violated community guidelines, shaking my yeah. head. Well, Kith is the best brand. I swear to God. <laughs> Dude, it is. And the, the Leah mad because I got more TikTok clout than her without trying. So you are chasing clout. Nah, I, I wouldn't say it's clout chasing. It's just a coincidence. It's a quink and dink. Um, yeah, that, that Spider-Man shit is hard. It is so sick. 
Um, but yeah, this is. I gotta get going soon, Bailey. No, so. that's cool. We can end this because we're this already. This is like a two-hour. Yeah, debacle. this is this is literally an hour and fifty-one minutes. So, uh, yeah. Um, go. What's your plug? Your fucking Instagram because I don't know what it go is. Follow me on Instagram. It's Ted's Mark Six. Um, and uh, you can see uh, all the hood rat shit that I be doing. Yeah, and this is my friend Ted. He's been asking to come on a podcast for a while, and it's not that I didn't want him to be here. It's just that our schedules are fucked. So, yeah, um, yeah if you want to support, head over www.horsepowerandpizza.com, at Horsepower Pizza, at Cold Pizza Podcast. Um, yeah, we out.